Hi, my name's Linda Jocelyn. I'm a holistic life coach, and I'm going to be sharing with you today on the It's Now Where Are You podcast. This is episode eight, and we've already talked um, in the previous episodes about how to use the awareness exercise to come into the now moment. We also talked about how you can anchor um, that feeling by knowing how to place your consciousness in a particular way when you're going about your normal daily activities and when you're talking and when you're listening to other people that you have relations with. At the end of the last podcast, I started to talk about how there are reminders of things that happened in our childhood that come into our daily life and then produce a pattern coming into being, coming back into us, that is a part of the forming of the shadow self. I don't want this to seem complicated because it isn't, but we do always need certain words to use so that you understand what maybe has happened to you during your life. You know, it's a sort of um, how do we look at ourselves and who we really are and how do we look at how sometimes how we perform and how we show up in our lives. Like if we're angry and we're having a tantrum of some sort, which I'm sure you've had as we all have had at some time in our lives, what we're reenacting, we're re we're actually reacting. So that we can understand this properly, let's go back to the basics here, because we react when we are coming out of a um, like normal sense of self. We are reacting, and if we respond, we are responding from our real sense of self. So those two words are completely different. So when we react in life and we become angry, um, intolerant, criticizing or hysterical, whatever you want to use there, um, we are reenacting something that happened in the past in an emotional way. So we don't react the actual um, thing that happened to us. We reenact the emotion that was there at the time that we felt, we may not even have shown it at that time. Um, if we go back to being children, when we're children and somebody is really angry with us and shows that, in not in a soft way where they just tell you that they're angry, but they are enacting out the emotion of anger very much in your face or in a violent way, then as children we don't, show the emotion we go into usually something like a um state of numbness or we dis go into a state of disassociation when we're not even there and especially if that anger goes on when we're children we definitely disassociate and leave the body but um in our present lives as we grow up what happens is things can come in and trigger that, like when somebody is angry in the same way, uses the same expressions or uses the same volume of voice. 
um, or just the same words. My own experience of this was that when my father, who was very reactionary as a father, very insecure in himself and very um, reactionary and would react with a lot of anger and, and a horrific sort of states. And um, when he used to do this, a lot of the time, when he'd been sitting there or standing there and he wasn't in the overreaction, but it was building, it would start with a word and he would say, right, in that way, just before he flung over the table full of crockery or whatever he was about to do. Um, and I found this um, in my life. I didn't know until I was faced with a relationship where the, a person in my life um, a man in my life used to sometimes use that expression and say, oh, right, shall we do this now? And he wasn't doing it in anger at all. And he could not understand. Actually, I couldn't understand at the time either why I was going into a sort of numb state. Um, and it was really interesting for me to see that just how powerful a word can be. I mean, I, at that point in my life, I was awake enough to know that something was not right. And so I tracked it back to um, wh when this happened to me. So this is a, just an example of what could happen. And that's a pretty big example, actually. There may be very minor ones as well, but that it still takes you <clears throat> into, say, an unhappy state, whereas you don't need to be unhappy, unhappy when nothing in this moment is happening except that somebody's um, using a certain expression or saying certain words, um, or it's somebody who's just um, temporarily in your life, like somebody in a shop that you've gone in to buy something and the person just speaks in a certain way to you and then it takes you down for the rest of the day. So what I'm going to do today is take you through the techniques that I've used. First, when I use them, this would be going back... I'm trying to think how many years now. It's basically coming on to 40 years when I used this process. Um, and I did, made this process out of a, a lot of different things I'd read and heard about healing your inner child. And a lot of what I read and heard didn't totally work. So I made up my own complete program of how to do it and how to word it, how to do it in sessions with myself. And it worked for me in really powerful ways. And I will explain to you over the next maybe couple of podcasts as we go to the 10 podcasts for this beginning series um, of how that worked. But what I want to give you today is the words that I used and how I did this. I actually did this in 20 minute segments. Um, so I would sit down and these are the words I wrote. I knew that I had issues running on not only my father and how he showed up in my life as a child, but on my mother too. Um, so I did both, but not just one at a time. Um, never did sessions on both of them in the same day because it would confuse the fact that you're going to be waking up um, the subconscious to come forward and tell you what you actually felt. Because this is where we need to get to. We tell stories about our life, you know, and it's really interesting how those stories develop over the years. Um, and um, in the beginning, we probably talk about it quite a lot. As you get your healing completed, you, you don't have a need 
to talk about it because you've cleared the patterns that it produced in your life. But um, the story isn't the real story. The story that we tell in the beginning isn't how we felt. It's just what we remember happening or what others have told us happened. So what we need to do is to get in contact with the inner child within us. And this inner child, until we do something about healing it, is not totally free. So you see, you know, you see lots of people in life who can never really let themselves go. Um, and those people are the ones who cannot release the inner child, our universal child, inner child, that still has the joy, you know, because we've healed it, that can be childlike. You still will see people who are childish because they're holding all the old patterns. If you see somebody who's childlike, you will know that they've gone a good way down that path of healing their inner child. So the words that I would use as I wrote was this. What I, Linda, felt about my father when I was a child was... And then I would write quickly the first word that came off the top of my head. And I would do this statement, writing it every time and writing the word off the top of my head for 20 minutes. And that is a long time, but that's how long you need to do it to actually get your subconscious to be shaken around. First, you're getting these words, okay? And that's just shaking the subconscious around. And it's very interesting what those words are. But as that 20 minutes goes on, sometimes for people, the first time they do this, they will feel after about 10, 15 minutes, if they're really ready to get in contact with this, the energy rises through their body as if emotions are coming up. And that emotion could be anger, sadness, pain, anything. But what you can do is relate to the feeling. And as it gets up to your chest, you need to stop writing the first word off the top of your head and then just write and write and write everything that comes. But you don't do that part of the technique until you've had that energy rise. And it's quite, you're doing it properly if you sit for 20 minutes and all your writing is what I like, what I would have written, what I, Linda, felt about my father when I was a child was, and you're just writing the first word off the top of your head and it goes on for 20 minutes. And then you just put it away and say, job well done. I'll pick that up again tomorrow or the next day. But don't leave too long a gap. Just maybe one day if you need to leave a day. Okay. And then you carry on doing it until you get that energy rising. Now, in the beginning, for some people, it's so covered over. They are so full of patterns that cover up what the real things are that happened that they need to carry on doing it for a while. And that's fine. For some people, it takes six months. You know, so don't worry about the length of time. You are starting to shake the subconscious up who knows what you felt. It has all the memories of what you truly felt in there. And what we need to do is get that released. So you can either start with your mother or your father, and you may completely know which one you would want to do first because that person was so obviously 
the person that had you forming a shadow self in order to cope. But in the end, what you do need to do is both. Because we usually see one as a tyrant and the other one that was less and, and therefore there for us in some way. But both of those need to be cleared. And this is really powerful stuff. This is a really big part of the healing. So what we're talking about now is another 20 minutes on some days, not every day, obviously, but maybe three times a week in the beginning. And this is interesting, isn't it? it? It may sound like a lot, but what are we talking about here? We're talking about four minutes a day on the awareness exercise. We're talking about one 10 minute session of meditation in the morning or two. If you really want to be on the fast track, you do two 10 minutes of meditation. And then we're talking about another 20 minutes. So in all, in order for you to make fantastic changes in how you show up in your life, we're talking about a total of 44 minutes, which when, you know, when you think about it, is really nothing much, is it? These techniques are very, very powerful and they work. Okay, so see how you feel about starting that process because we all know don't we when we've been wanting to be in the now moment that we can be in the now moment and we can be tripped up by a habit coming in where we suddenly get tetchy and don't know why or we suddenly get that black cloud a lot of people have a black cloud that comes over them and sometimes for some people it goes on for months and this can be a trigger that at that particular year was when their father left home for good. And that could have been in the winter time. And therefore, the winter always seems really bad to them. And they've never realized that there is a trigger that happens in the autumn on the day that their father left, which is programmed into your body. So there's some powerful, powerful um, things here to think about and to think about your path. And maybe this may seem like really serious things to take responsibility for, but that's the path we're on, isn't it? To become who we really can be that is beneath all these habitual patterns, habitual moods and triggers, so that we are operating from the pure human technology that we came through with before any of this happened. So I'm going to leave you now and um, I will be recording the next podcast, podcast very soon so that we can continue here. And if you do need to contact me, don't forget that my email address is the truth will set you free now at yahoo.co.uk. And if you can find the um, place where you can send me a voice message, please do so on these podcasts. Um, and I will reply to that too. So bye for now.